from the Kramer Basketball Headquarters in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You are listening to the Coach's Edge Podcast, powered by Coach. Here is your host, Steve Kramer. Welcome back to the Coach's Edge podcast. And I want to hit on the dribble drive motion offense once again. As Coach Troshak, who did a full dribble drive offense course on coachesedge.coach, he recently finished up an outline, an overview of the things that he covers in a six part video series. I'm looking at the outline. And if you reverse this a little bit and just turn many of these things into question form, that's what I'm going to go about this podcast. I'm going to ask you questions. If you run the dribble drive offense and do you, your coaching staff, and of course your players have answers to these questions with a dribble drive. And it was perfect timing when coach Tro finished up this uh, project early in the summer, because there's so many camps that I ran where we were working with high school teams that run the dribble drive or a variation or concepts and locations and spacing that, that complements uh, the dribble drive offense. And so uh, we used, I used a lot of what he did in that course with our coaches. And I would say, you know, 90 plus percent of the coaches that we work with during the summer are coach coach members. So it was really good you know, complement one, one to the next, as far as our in-person or online training goes with our coaches and players that work with at our camp. So uh, with, with that in mind, if you run the dribble drive or you think about running the dribble drive, it's important that we ask ourselves a few basic questions. First and foremost, um, it's a skilled offense. It's an aggressive offense that still allows some flexibility to, make it your own if you choose. So do you have a vision and have you communicated what that looks like for you and your team and your program? Do your team, your coaches, your players understand the principles of the offense, right? You want to get a lot of inside out threes. You really want to hunt the paint and get those inside out threes. So are your players ready to catch and shoot threes? You know, we have, uh, I'm thinking of one of the teams we work with in Clyde, Ohio, Coach Fretz. They get a ton of catch-and-shoot threes in North Central Ohio. They, they work on a ton of inside-out threes. That's the shot that they get. Do your players understand the principles of the offense? Catching to shoot, prepared to shoot, we're reading the defense, and then we'll get into our drive or continue to move the ball. Do you understand the important concepts of passing to wherever the help is coming from? And think PPP penetrate, pass, pass, or as I like to say, drive, kick, swing. That was kind of the the terms that I believe the Toronto Raptors called it when they had Kawhi Leonard or, or as coach AJ Burton for Southern Maine another coach's edge contributor talks about the one more pass. You know, that, that one pass is good. You can get that shot off and it's a pretty good shot. But if you make that one more pass, that's the one that's, you know, really going to be a, a higher percentage shot for us. Do our players understand how to play with that penetrate, that kick, and then that additional pass? Do your players understand when we re-space, like we're getting there quick, right? This, this isn't casual, right? We're being aggressive. We're playing with force. 
you're if you're running good dribble drive offense, you play with force. You're trying to dictate, right? And then asking your always asking the question, does my teammate need help or space? Reading those drives, right? More of a lateral drive. They're not in a position to continue to attack. They need help. If they need space because they're getting downhill, hips on a rim, right? You give them that space. And, and, and that I understand, like, even though these may be dribble drive philosophies, there's nothing I've said right here that isn't just good basic offense, regardless of what you're running. And that's why I really like dribble drive is like a, a framework. Even if you're not going to run true dribble drive, I love the the framework and, and some of these basic concepts that we can apply to any offense that we might be running. Do your players understand what your transition looks like? The alignment looks like the spacing, the importance of attacking. Not we're not attacking single gaps, right? We're attacking multiple gaps. And then what are the reads as a teammate penetrates, right? What does our passing and cutting look like? You should be able to ask your teammates, your players, these questions. They would know what to do, right? If you truly understand. Uh, the basics of this this type of offense. Again, Coach Tro does a great job. Nice little outline here, breaking down the videos in his in his course. We're gonna have him later on, uh, discussing some of you know kind of what he's done this summer, not just within his offense, but with his program. That'll be great as well. When your players are driving, let's keep this going. When your players are driving, what are their reads? All right, they get into the rack. They understand their, their drop-off passes. You know, as as we worked with our players this summer, we talked about the importance of being able to throw a lob, be able to throw a pocket pass, be able to throw a wraparound pass, be able to throw a hook pass, be able to throw a pivot pass, right? They understand how they can move the basketball effectively. They understand how to protect, whether that's with a pivot or, or with a dribble, right? If that initial drive doesn't work out. And we're practicing those things. That's player development. That's building a hoops and a skilled high IQ as far as the players and the the understanding of how our individual skills complement what we're actually going to do to game. There's huge. I can't emphasize that enough. And I think there's a gap for many players. And this could be maybe miscommunication from, you know, a trainer that they may be going to compared to the system, the coach runs. But I just think there's a gap for a lot of players that they're putting in the time and they're working hard, uh, but what they're working on may not complement what they run during the season that would actually make them look a lot better, right. And be more effective. And so we, we want to make sure as coaches, we're doing as much as we can to make sure their skill development is complementing what we're going to run. And this is obviously as they're getting older, varsity basketball, so on and so forth. Corner is a big one with dribble drive, right? So you talked about the drive reads. What are some of our corner reads, right? Uh, we understand pushing away, giving space when it's needed, lifting up, filling, uh, dribble over top or, or dot action, right? You can get into that pitch, dribble handoff if it's tight, set that screen, right? Some options, of playing out of the corner. If someone, is, I know that, I know the dribble drive is drive middle, drive middle, drive middle. But like if somebody does drive baseline, do you have somebody in the opposite corner filled? Do you have somebody in the taillights filled? So they get in trouble, they can pivot out of it, kick it back. 
the um, weak side wing, if that's a spot that you have a player in, that's a great cutting location to dive to the basket, right? Really hard to guard a baseline drive where the, the weak side wing basket cuts. So that's, that's something that you could, you could touch on a little bit. I know that isn't, uh, you know, pure dribble drive, but that's something that it's going to happen. Players eventually at times are going to drive baseline. So you can touch on some of those actions as well. So a few of our perimeter locations that are common. What about the big, right? Going under as the ball comes to them, hands ready right to preferably catch high finish high but having the hands having the location having the footwork to be effective when they catch the basketball are you going to run ball screens out of this offense and if so what are their responsibilities as far as getting out get back in what that might look like you know going over my favorite video that coach tro put on is video number 4 it's the offensive starts and the actions there's so many different ways if you run a dribble drive that you can get into it. We touched, we did a few of these at some of our basketball camps with, with teams that are running dribble drive and we do them in like small sided games and they had a lot of fun with it. It was just really good to see their individual skills complement what they were doing, uh, would do during the season. But there's a lot of ways you can get this offense to run, right? Toss, flip, slice, you know, snapping it back, getting those ball screens in like different things. Do they understand to the point that as basketball season, you know, you get into basketball season, they can do some of these things on their own. I hope so. I hope so. Coach Trope also put in a video called Mistakes and Tweaks. And so let me turn these as questions for you and ask yourself, you know, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the best, one being the worst, where would you rate yourself with your shot selection as a team? Scale of one to 10, where do you think you're at? What about paint touches? And maybe you're not keeping track of how many times some teams keep track of that. Some teams, you know, you don't have the, the, the time and the, and the people to keep track of all of these different details, but you know, how do you feel as far as how often you get to the paint? Good paint attacks. What would you rate yourself one to 10? Protecting the basketball, right? You got your protection plants, right? Your stride stop, your kickback passes, getting into your Barclays, your bounce outs, dribble throughs, right? Different types of ways that we can protect the basketball if we don't get something immediately off that drive. How do you do there? Or instead, do your players pick the basketball up when they're in a troubled spot and now the offense dies, right? Everybody has to leave their positions to come and help the player pick the basketball up. So where do you, where would you rate yourself as a team when it comes to protecting the basketball? High-level teams get a lot of ball reversals, right? And you've probably seen that stat that filters its way on Twitter every now and then of, you know, the more times a team reverses the basketball and it shows their shooting percentage rise, the more times it reverses the basketball – is that you? Do you guys get a lot of ball reversals? Do you get multiple ball reversals on a possession? How many? How would you rate yourself as a team? Are you making the defense have to work? Cutting. Cutting. A lot of times, and this is back to an old Kobe Bryant quote, but he said, you know, good teams have consecutive actions, right? The, the average teams, they have that 
that initial action, and you just try to stop that, right? The good teams, one action flows into the next action to the next action, and it just keeps going until something breaks down, you get a bucket, right? So from that standpoint, second cutters, right? Do your players understand where to go, when to do it, the situation, the why, understanding that? That's huge for us to be able to share with our, our players because against good teams, that first, you know, drive and a, a double or a triple gap probably isn't going to end in a finish. Probably isn't going to end getting us a, a layup, right? There's going to be a kick out. They're going to recover there. Then there's going to be another action that takes place. What does that look like? And then for those of you that aren't running 100% dribble drive, how does this complement the motion offense that we're running? This is something that, um, you know, I look forward to digging into more with our coaches edge coach members, because we have so many that run dribble drive uh, coach Tro and how he's uh, trying to get into, you know, okay. If, if you have this as like a, a format, but how do you decide to sprinkle in and how much do we sprinkle in, you know, other aspects of the game off ball screen, so on and so forth, uh, as far as blending in more motion offense with it. If you're listening, by the way, and you have like dribble drive motion out of it, like I'd love to chat with you, you know, shoot me an email, contact at currentbasketball.com. I'd love to talk shop and see what is what's working for you and what's not working for you. Uh, I'd be I'd just be really curious. I want to learn too, right? From video six, as Coach Tro gets in there, he shows some of the drills that you can do. Um, we have like a a breakdown of different drills you can do as far as like finishing footwork. If you go to the finishing section of coach's edge, there's different two foot finishes that we have on there. And then what do some of those games look like, whether it's one-on-one, two-on-one, two-on-two, and you're, you're building this up into, you know, games, right. And you find a drill that you want to do. You, how do we make a game out of it? Right. Whether that's um, with an advantage, without an advantage, a slight advantage, defense advantage, offensive advantage, so on and so forth. Right. So I think it's important for us to, if we really want to be good at anything, it starts with asking yourself questions, whether it's dribble drive offense or anything else. What do you really want to be good at? Is this going to be a staple of your offense? And if so, you got to ask yourself the, these questions. What do we hang our hat on with this offense? What do I need myself and my coaching staff to know like the back of our hand? Do the players on our team understand the why, the purpose, and then some of the things that we broke down in this short episode? If that's the case, then you're taking yourself seriously. But if your players can't answer the why to what you're doing with the dribble drive, then they're not going to be able to take advantage of it, right? It's like the the kid that knows how to run that set play, but you never seem to score out of the set. Like they run it, but you don't score out of it. Why? They become really good at doing what you told them to do, but they never learned how to read the defense, what their options are, what the real goal is within that play. And so if that one single player doesn't run through that play and get the shot, the whole play is shot, scrapped. Instead of saying, hey, here's the play that we're running. 
but everybody knows like we're, we can play off this cutter. We can read this defense, blah, blah, blah. And so all of a sudden a play doesn't even become a play anymore. It just becomes a structure that you're working out of. And essentially you just kind of peel those layers back and you get more of a motion type offense using the dribble drive, for example. So as we finish this out, ask yourself those questions. Uh, if you're curious about the dribble drive offense outline that we have, the course that we have, if you run any type of four out, whether it's dribble drive or motion based, coaches edge coach is a great spot for you between coach Tro's course between coach AJ Burton at Southern Maine community college, his course on there, um, you know, both showing game film and different types of, you know, practice film, different things that they do with their teams is, is highly effective to be able to learn, having them voice over things, be able to show some of their strengths and some of their weaknesses, some of the things they're trying to do, trying to do better uh, are great learning opportunities for, for all of us. And um, so continue to ask yourself questions, continue to, you know, challenge yourself uh, this month of the fall as you're heading into the school year and we all want to get better and talking to some, you know, different basketball coaches. Um, a lot of them feel like, this is like actually the best time of year for learning, right? If you're a varsity basketball coach, this might be the best time. Now I'm not, I'm not saying it's, it would be nice if the spring was the best time, right? Because you got the most time coming back around to basketball season to apply some things, <clears throat> but just how the season ends and then you kind of, before you know, it's a summer and then you're playing during the summer and it can kind of sneak up on you, right? Um, but once June finishes for most teams, you're not doing as much in July, in August, in September, you know, if, if you have a lot of multi-sport athletes, they're playing their sport and it, it can really be a good chunk of time, like the end of the summer and the beginning of the fall before things really start to heat up, ramp up for you to take the time and like really start to, to learn. And it's just a great learning opportunity, uh, time for us this season. So take advantage of it. Don't let these next, you know, month, month and a half slip away. And you'll say, man, where did, where did the time go? Because advantages can be made because of the strides that you made in where you're putting some time in, maybe you're making an outline, you're making an overview of what you're trying to run yourself. Right. So that when that first practice hits, when you have that first coaches meeting, hopefully you're talking with some coach, coaches already, but you can really start to make sure you're all on the same page so that your players can be on the same page. You can almost get a head start as the season kicks off, right? Whereas teams are starting to get into that first game, you're already playing like it's your third, fourth game of the season, even though you're not, right? Because of some of the preparation that you put in right here. Preparation builds confidence, no matter what you're doing. Thanks for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. Appreciate you guys taking the time. Excited to, you know, we got, we recorded an interview uh, a couple of days ago, got another one I'm recording tonight, next week. So I'm really excited to get into the fall, do more of our coaches interviews. And, um, you know, it's just another great time for us to learn and get better. Thanks for listening. Get after it today.